So I'd say, you know, our consultant just brings such a wealth of experience to each of our engagements. They have a commitment of doing things differently. They just really offer just such fresh perspective and like really customized counsel that even when I'm getting in the weeds of some of our client engagements, it's just, they just spark such innovative thinking and deliver such adapted solutions to our clients that it just really is just unparalleled to me on the understanding that they have of really driving tangible change. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and we're doing something a little bit different this year with some of our episodes. We're repurposing some of our favorite episodes around specific topics related to entrepreneurship. This month, we're focusing on entrepreneurship and community, us, we, our, together. And we're going to look at entrepreneurship and industries and different types of entrepreneurship and ultimately what that really means. But we're also going to delve deeper into the importance of community, networking, niche communities, and how that supports being a CEO, entrepreneur, and business owner. So sit back and enjoy these special episodes around entrepreneurship and community. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today, Ab Brandon Parks of Parks Philanthropy. Brandon, super excited to have you on the show. Thanks, Gretch. Really appreciate it. Definitely looking forward to the conversation. Yes, it should be an awesome conversation. You're doing so many phenomenal things. So before we jumped into that, I want to read a little bit more about Brandon so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Brandon, is CEO and founder of Parks Philanthropy, a social impact consulting firm. Leveraging over 90 plus years of collective experience, Parks Philanthropy is dedicated to equipping nonprofits, corporations, and individuals with ideas and resources and support they need to positively impact the world. He previously served as a senior consultant for Bridge Philanthropic Consulting LLC, the nation's largest African-American fundraising firm, and prior was a head of the nonprofit engagement at Cary Club, an AI tech company that connects young professionals to leadership roles on nonprofit boards. He formerly worked in a corporate philanthropic capacity for companies such as Morgan Stanley and also Toyota, and through these professional titles, he gained experience supporting effective philanthropic strategy that increased is social impact, external and internal engagement, and nonprofit capacity building. He has been humbled to be named one of Cause Artists 20 Inspiring African Americans Impacting the World Through Social Impact and Social Innovation. He's named one of Startup Boost NYC's 33 Under 33 and has been featured in several publications such as Black Enterprise, Blavity, Nonprofit Tech, Technology news and Blacks and Technology. It's Brandon's passion to empower and cons- any constituent looking to make a positive social impact on the world. Brandon, excited to have you on the show. You're doing so many phenomenal things. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. That was a yeah. great bio. <laughs> I know, I know. It was a lot easier reading. A lot easier reading than I imagined for you to accomplish all the things. So, what I wanted to do, I guess, before we got to those accomplishments, can we rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started? What I call your CEO story. Yeah, hundred percent. So. 
I'd say just growing up as an LGBTQ Black American and catalyzing efforts towards a more equitable world has always been extremely important to me. Whether it was organizing advocacy and fundraising events in high school, galvanizing my fraternity for volunteer efforts in college, my passion for really catalyzing a measurable change was always pretty palpable. From there, I dedicated my career to the social sector, particularly working for and with corporations and leaders to really build initiatives and pathways to support innovative organizations making that measurable change. Concurrently, being a first-generation son, it had always been important to me as well to really leverage the opportunities my parents created for me to further develop an enduring family legacy. And from a young age, I always believed that entrepreneurship was a pathway to creating generational wealth and was always perpetually creating side hustles, small businesses throughout my entirety. So throughout my professional career, I really developed the mentality that the future of entrepreneurship was an evolution where business and impact were completely intertwined rather than mutually exclusive. So why did I start my business? Well, when the pandemic hit, I'd seen so many nonprofit organizations who were helping just the most at-risk communities that didn't have the resources and support they needed to really meet the new challenges of today. So many companies desperately wanting to engage their employees in community efforts in this digital era, but didn't have the support or strategies in place to do so. And individuals who really wanted to help others, but didn't know how, what organizations to support, et cetera. And that's really when the idea of Parks Philanthropy came about. Uh, my co-founder, Anna, and I both had worked in the social sector for a while now, had just such a great network of just amazing social impact practitioners. And that's when we really got to work to really develop the operations, systems, and processes in place, and especially the team of consultants to really just create a consulting firm to really just supply just any type of constituent, like you mentioned, with the resources and support they needed to really make a meaningful change. Nice. I absolutely love that. And, but I think even, you know, like you, we saw a lot of organizations that wanted to do good, but didn't know how to do good or what steps to take. And it sounds like you've been able to kind of build something that was able to bridge that gap. hundred percent. It was interesting because during the pandemic, you know, during that time, we didn't know when it was going to quote unquote end. So Anna was always like, okay, let's launch this week, next week. And now he's always like, oh, let's wait another week, a few weeks, a month. And then we were like, you know, let's just, let's just do it. And it actually, we skyrocketed. There was just so much demand and so much need for the resources that we we're providing, the solutions we we're providing, access to our team that we we're providing that, yeah, we were able to just create a really profitable business and also supporting just the societal needs within our community, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you had that entrepreneurial, you know, you know, you know, temperature, that, that, that spirit at a very young age and was always doing those things. And, and I love how, you know, you talked about, you know, not having to, you know, figure out, should I do good or should I build a successful business when you can do both together? And I think that's where the true innovation happens. You don't have to choose either or you can have both and make a huge impact. Could not agree more. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more about Parks Philanthropy. Could you take us through a little bit more on how you're serving your clients, how you're making that impact? Yeah, 100%. So similarly to what you mentioned, like leveraging over 90 plus years of collective experience, Parks Philanthropy equips nonprofits, corporations, and individuals with the ideas, resources, and support they need to really make an impact. So for nonprofit organizations, we support them with fundraising efforts, strategy, hiring needs, recruitment. For small, medium-sized businesses, we help them innovate and implement strategic initiatives that address critical social challenges while achieving business objectives. And for individuals, we support them with the planning, developing, and execution of any philanthropic mission that's personally meaningful to them, also ensuring that they're making a measurable impact. So the way that we operate is we build completely customized teams of our consultants for each of our partner engagement to really ensure that each one of our clients or partners is getting not only only that specific expertise, but really a culture fit of the team to really ensure success. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself individually, the organization, or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? 
Definitely. I'd say our secret sauce, honestly, is just our diverse roster of talented consultants, which basically is just an amazing collective of just the most dynamic individuals, honestly, I've had the privilege of meeting, who have each really demonstrated the commitment and ability to creating change through their lifelong career dedicated to positive social impact. So every single one of our consultants has had just an entire career dedicated to this work, for example. They all are just inherently driven by making a change. And yeah, I'd say that really is what's our secret sauce is. And for each of our partner engagements, like I mentioned, we build customized teams of our consultants and then as a firm provide the oversight and management needed for flawless execution. So I'd say, you know, our consultants just bring such a wealth of experience to each of our engagements. They have a commitment of doing things differently. And they just really offer to such fresh perspective and like really customized counsel that even when I'm getting in the weeds of some of our client engagements, it's just it just sparks such innovative thinking and delivers such adaptive solutions to our clients that it really just it just really is just unparalleled for me on the understanding that they have of really driving tangible change. Yeah, that, that's so huge. And I, and I love, as you said, you know, have a, a kind of commitment or maybe even a, a history of doing things differently. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah, 100%. So I'd say in terms of like a book, if you will. So I'm all about the network effect and really believe that your net worth correlates with your network. So I usually believe that an individual is just a few degrees away from any individual you're looking to connect with. If you really do your research or deep dive into your personal professional network, who's a friend of a friend of a friend, for instance. And a book that I had read early in my career is called The Referral of a Lifetime, which essentially creates a framework for a system, a systematic way to really generate just a steady stream of just new business through consistent and qualified referrals. It really just emphasizes that any CEO business owner, individual, really just should be focusing on people. Just really building those authentic relationships and trust rather than just making a sale can be really transformative to just your deal flow, the way that you're able to make more business, for example, really ensuring that, you know, your mom, your dad, your cousins, for example, anybody who you're really familiar with are also very familiar of yourself, what your offerings are, for if and when they're in communication or conversations with somebody who potentially may need your services or what you're providing, and they think of you top of mind also. So really just focusing A on the networking fact really be focusing on just building just authentic and trusting relationships with individuals rather than making that sale. Because I feel like when I am, when we're creating partnerships, for example, we not only want to ensure that we are working with individuals or companies or leaders that, you know, really are inherently trying to just make a change and do good in the world. But then also, you know, you want to work with people who you vibe with and really have that connection with. So when you do have that authentic relationship, it really just creates just a strong pipeline of new opportunities and really ensures that the opportunities that partnerships you really are working on are just really mutually beneficial for each party. Nice. I absolutely love that. I have not heard of that book. I actually have to check that out and, and, and just hear all the awesome things. But I love that networking effect because I think so many times I say, you know, in life and definitely in business as well, too, I say we forget about the human aspect of business. Obviously, in the work that you could do, you could definitely see in here that you have that at the forefront. But I think so many times we're getting so focused on, you know, I have to make, you know, this, you know, goal or this, you know, sale or whatever it might be that we forget about the why of what it is that we're doing, which is to impact people usually in a positive way. So we get back to doing that in our relationships and our organizations and everything we can in our business. And I think really phenomenal things can happen from there. I you, you hit the nail on the head there. I definitely think also just with the pandemic and its digital age, it really is, you know, we're just always dead grinding, we're always operating, we're always executing, for example. And it really, even for myself, I always have to remind myself to just get back to that why, for example, just really realize that, you know, this isn't just another checkmark on my to-do list, but this is really, you know, a person, an individual, for example, 
people, not just a sale. This is uh, my team members, not just our individuals who I need to support and really work with, not just, you know, my COO or one of my consultants and really kind of just ensuring that we are really relating back to the people aspect of things and not just the business aspect of any of our initiatives or endeavors. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice, but it's something you might tell your younger business self if you were to hop into a time machine or potentially something that you would tell your favorite client. 100%. So I'm, like you mentioned about the networking fact and the people aspect of thing, I always think another is just always cultivating nurturing relationships with potential mentors or advisors. Just really identifying individuals that you look up to professionally or, or personally in your industry, your profession, really just kind of not studying them, but really learning what steps and mistakes that they made to really get to where they are and really trying to develop relationships with individuals who you look up to and who you believe in to really just gain that kind of strategic advice. With that, with advisors and mentors, they also, you know, just looking for people who really believe in you and your mission really can be transformative to your business. I'd say, you know, nobody knows all the answers. So I'm all about, you know, just leveraging support strategically within your network, identifying individuals who you really look up to, to really kind of just not idolize, really learn from them to ensure that, you know, you have just the community and structure in place to really skyrocket and really be successful. Nice. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Brandon, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah, I honestly say being a CEO to me means almost being a jack of all trades, master of none. Just the life of a CEO, I feel like is just so dynamic, multifaceted, and it means you're just wearing so many different hats from strategy to operations, to team building, to leadership, to product, design, everything that, you know, you just have to have just a really diverse skill set and mentality to really kind of be successful. But I also think with being a CEO and with that notion, it's also realizing where you're lacking or where you don't necessarily have the best insights or where you're lacking in certain skill sets and expectations to really ensure that you're building and empowering a team that really complements you to really ensure success. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, Brandon, truly appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Yeah, thank you. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I just say I advise like any CEO or business owner or leader to just really always think about how they can activate their employees, their brand, their operations, their leadership to really just addressing pressing social issues of our time that really align with company values. I feel like just doing good just isn't impactful. It's good business. I think when I'm really speaking to early stage startups or CEOs of like seed stage pre-seed companies, you know, they're really focused on just business growth, sales, for example, building their team. And they really kind of don't realize that you know you can create these different initiatives and embed and embed social impact in the DNA of your company, where you're really addressing vital social needs while also extremely achieving business objectives. So really, always trying to take a look at you know what and how you're doing, what your why is, for instance, how you could potentially even do just low hanging fruit of ideas and initiatives to really just leverage yourself and leverage your brand and leverage your operations to really just do good in the world as well. They're not mutually exclusive. Absolutely, absolutely. And people that want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, so definitely. Definitely can be reached at brandon at parkphilanthropy.com. But our website is www.parkphilanthropy.com as well. So yeah, if anybody is interested in, you know, any resources, support to really deepen their impact, whether they're a nonprofit organization, corporation, individual, wealth management firm, we're always more than happy to help and really listening to see what your needs are and seeing how we could potentially team up. Absolutely love that. And we will have the links and information in the show notes. And I absolutely, again, love, you know, all the awesome things that you're doing. Love even more, I think, what it represents, where sometimes, again, we could get in the, the 
the kind of mind frame and the focus of saying either or, but if we can actually say not either or, but both and both, but better, because we're thinking about how we can make that impact in, in such a unique way. I absolutely, you know, love that um, and everything that you're doing and the kind of like the domino effect that it creates in the organizations that you work with and, and helping them to think differently and, and, and just how that trickles down from there. So definitely appreciate you, my friend. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Uh, you too. Thanks for the opportunity, Rash. And really thank you for creating this space. It's really appreciated. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.